I didn't know anyone with food allergies. I mean, my dad has food allergies, but he's my dad. Uh, my uncle has food allergies, but he's my uncle. Like, that's not interesting to me. <laughs> you know, they're family members, and they don't they don't connect with me on the same level. Right, and they're old, uh, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, basically, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> you may be what you eat, but healthy has a different definition for everybody. From Food Equality Initiative, I'm Sophia Gillespie, and welcome to the Free From Podcast. Food is everywhere in our society. It's an important staple in almost all of our social activities. If we understand that food is a common communicator for our personal and social interactions, how do dietary restrictions play into the mix? How does something like food allergies affect social and mental health? These are some of the questions we'll explore in today's episode. Courtney is the voice behind Allergy Girl Eats on Instagram, a co-creator of the Facebook community Allergy Travels, and co-host of the Itch podcast, and co-founder of the nonprofit Zestful. She has experienced eczema, asthma, and food allergies since infancy and has created a thriving online community that centers around the joys that can be had while enduring food allergies. Was all of that correct so far? No, that's perfect so far. I sound great. <laughs> you do sound great. You've got a lot of stuff on your plate. We're very excited to have you on our podcast today. So thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where your podcast goes and um, where this conversation goes. The first thing we should talk about is all of the things that you're doing. So like it would be an understatement to say that you're involved in the food allergy space. It sounds like food allergies are your full-time job. Is that true? <laughs> that depends on how you define it, because I think anyone with food allergies would say that allergies are their full-time job. Um, but if you have it well-managed, maybe it's just a part-time job. Uh, yeah, I mean, food allergies started as a passion project, really. It was, um, I started a blog on the down low. If, I was going to say a few years ago, but seven years ago. And I didn't really know that anyone would be interested in my story or hearing about my allergy journey. And through that, I developed an amazing community. I realized how big the community is. And um, so many different opportunities opened up, you know, traveling with food allergies, the podcast with Dr. Gupta, and now Zestful. So it's it's evolved and it's amazing. And I hope one day it will be my full-time job. But right now it's a part-time job and a huge passion project. Yeah, I, I know like living with food allergies takes a lot of of time and, and effort. And I think not a lot of people realize that it's something that you have to think about all the time. So like growing up, were food allergies like front of mind? Did you think about them a lot? I didn't actually. I think they became front of mind more when I started to manage them on my own. So in my later teens, and especially as an adult, that's when food allergies really mm. felt like they became more of a full-time job, if you could say like a life full-time job. Uh, my parents did an amazing job at helping me manage my food allergies, helping me feel like having food allergies was just like a normal thing and it wasn't something special or something that was a burden, which is the word you hear a lot with food allergies. So I didn't see food allergies as a big, blaring, this is who I am differenti differentiator as a child. Uh, and again, like I said, so I moved countries a few times when I got older and that's when it became harder and harder and harder because I moved further away from the culture I knew and then ended up in Germany in a place where I spoke no word of German and I had to learn how to manage my food allergies. And I think it set me back 
trying to figure out all of the packaging that looked all sorts of crazy to me. So um, that's when food allergies became a big part of my life. And that's when I started to blog because I really just wanted to see if other adults were feeling the same way as I was. I didn't put two and two together until later that probably moving to Germany had a big impact on that. I thought I was just like, I'm an adult and I don't know how to do with this. Like my parents dealt with this when I was younger, so they didn't tell me what I had to do or they made it look so easy. (laughs) Right. Well, no, having another language added into the mix cannot be easy. It wasn't really top of mind for me either. But it was it was like later when I got more food allergies as an adult that I like started getting more you know, anxious about it. I'm allergic to peanuts and, and all nuts now. Have your allergies changed over the years? Like, does that impact also your anxiety levels or how you feel? Yeah, my allergies have changed. So I've gotten more. <laughs> um, and I developed into oral allergy syndrome. So a lot more foods came from that. But also I've gotten more um, IgE mediated allergens. I've also had anaphylactic reactions to more foods. You know, as you get older, you encounter more foods and, you know, it's not just the peanuts that have given me anaphylaxis anymore. It's a couple of other things. So you have that. And also when you have an anaphylactic reaction as an adult, you remember it much better than when you, you know, I had an anaphylactic reaction when I was a child, but uh, I don't remember it as clearly as, as an adult. And again, I think as an adult, you you get to a very vulnerable place when you have an anaphylactic reaction and you don't want to go back to that vulnerable place. I mean, anaphylactic reactions are crazy and they're not fun, but then the like aftermath and the like crawling out of the like dark hole you might find yourself in after an anaphylactic reaction is a lot harder to manage as an adult um, because you want to feel independent. You don't want to feel like you're asking too much of other people, or at least I didn't want to feel that way. I wanted to pretend that everything was okay when it obviously wasn't. Uh, and that's just because I think I like to make sure that everyone else is okay around me. And so my mental health suffers sometimes. And as you get older and as I've gotten older, I've become much more mindful of that. And I think mental health is a bigger topic in the foodology world now, for sure. Yeah, which is good because it definitely should be something that we talk about because it is like it's of course there's like the physical component but like you said like it doesn't feel good to like not be in control in in instances like that or perhaps feeling more isolated or left out which leads into my next question did you feel like there were ever things that you couldn't do because of your allergy did you feel isolated in any certain events I actually said this last week to my husband the only thing that I've ever felt like I can't do is I want to really do a a Vipassana meditation retreat, which is a 10-day silent meditation retreat. And I was straight up told no because of my food allergies. And that was the first time it's ever happened. And it's basically they cook for you. And so I, I have to look at other retreats. But that quick no put me in a really like head spin. And then the fact that it's a silent retreat where I can't be like, so what's in that food? Are you sure? Can I read the ingredients? You know, I have to kind of trust that. So I will, maybe I'll find one that just lets me make my own rice in my room every day or something. But uh, that was the only time that I ever felt as though my food allergies presented a limit into what I would like to do in my life. Wow. And I, I have to credit that to my parents, really, because they really had a can-do attitude. They didn't really think about food allergies as a way to, as a barrier. They just thought about, okay, what do we do so that we can do what we want to do? 
so what special uh, thing do we need to pack? What extra planning do we need to do? It's not a hindrance, it's just a, a little challenge. Most who experience food allergies would say their allergies increase their stress levels and impair their quality of life. Some of these concerns include traveling, attending birthday parties, and anxiety in the family home. These emotional symptoms can cause food avoidance and lack of understanding from peers. Courtney was blessed with a caring family, but with no one around her age with food allergies, she was still feeling like something was missing. You obviously have built this very impressive online community that's very connected and they ask each other questions and it's just kind of like lives on its own. And so I'm wondering what inspired you to start that? Was it hard for you, I guess, to find that kind of community at the time, like in person? Is that kind of why you started the online community? Yeah. So I didn't know anyone with food allergies. I mean, my dad has food allergies, but he's my dad. Uh, my uncle has food allergies, became my uncle. Like, that's not interesting to me. <laughs> you know, they're family members and they don't, they don't connect with me on the same level. Right. And they're old, uh, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Basically, that's what I was trying to say. Um, but, uh, I met my first allergy, like friend, like a counterpart. That was my, he was my age when I was uh, 15, but he was kind of like, I met him. He was like friends of a friend, but we didn't have anything to do with each other. So I didn't actually have an allergy community until I started blogging and uh, through the blog I just met so many people and you just connect so quickly uh, you share such similar stories you share such similar worries anxieties um, the way that you organize your purse you know there's like these really funny things that you thought you were doing that actually someone across the globe who you've never met or never talked to does exactly the same way. Like, that's really freaky and really cool. So I think you bond very quickly. So I've made some amazing, long-lasting friendships. Like, some of my best friends are from the allergy community, and I think it's because we just bonded so quickly. Uh, and that's the beauty of our community is that we can just connect like that and the power of the internet and Facebook groups, you know, you, you can talk to someone so easily from anywhere around the world. So since my blog, I have an amazing community around me. And that's the one thing I tell people is like, if you're newly diagnosed with food allergies, try and find that community and lean on them because they'll get you through the hard times. There are some crazy groups, like don't get me wrong. You have to find the right groups for you because everyone manages their food allergies differently. Um, and we all have our own comfort level and you can't judge what someone does because that's their comfort level. So you just have to find the right group or the right community that jives with how you do what you do. There's something different about asking people in the food allergy community for help or for advice. Whereas like trying to talk about that kind of stuff with, you know, civilians, you know, outside of it, it's, it's very different. Like they play it down and they don't necessarily know how it does impact you. So having that community, I can only imagine like how much stronger it makes you feel and validated for the way that you are. You know, it's nice to talk to someone and you'd be like, oh my goodness, did you know that I read food allergy labels or just like ingredient labels like three times? Even if I eat it every day, I'll still read it three times before I eat it. And 
some people think I'm absolutely crazy and I'm like, I don't know, it's like sometimes you miss something or there's like a word you don't know, so you Google it and then you get like, oh, well, okay. And then you go down this crazy train, but then someone else in the food allergies community is like, well, I do it four times, so you're fine. And you're like, thank you. Thank you for just being there and saying like, you're crazy. You know, that's, that's the value that the food allergy community lends you is that you just feel like someone gets it. Absolutely. You know? And it's so important to have that community. And I'm so glad you were able to like build one for yourself, you know, when you didn't even know anybody else who had it. So that's really quite a beautiful story. Thank you. My last question for you is, do you feel that having food allergies has impacted who you are today? Like, do you think you would be a different person if you didn't have food allergies? That's such a hard question because I was diagnosed at like four months old. <laughs> so I feel like if I had food allergies when I was like, if I had food allergies starting at 18, I could say yes, because maybe, I don't know, I was this way and then the food allergies shifted my personality that way. But like, I only know life with food allergies. So I really have no idea what, another version of myself looks like. Um, sometimes I say, oh, if I wasn't allergic to sesame, I think I'd probably eat hummus every day because <laughs> it looks really delicious. So maybe I'd be like a really big Lebanese food fan. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I can't say that I would be different. I mean, I, mm, I think my food allergies have given me a lot of strengths. You know, they've given me a lot of insights on how I am as a person and also how to react with other people. When you have asks, like someone with food allergies is like, you know, maybe we don't eat that at this party or all my family without me asking has all changed their cooking oils and stuff like that. You you become much more um, appreciative of what people do, the small things. And I also think that we, be, we are a much more empathetic community because we, we feel vulnerable more often than not. Um, so those are like some of the strengths that I think that the food allergies have given me. And maybe if I didn't have food allergies, I'd be a little bit more of a meanie. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for, you know, being so candid and talking with me about you know, your your own food allergy experience and all the work you've done for the food allergy community, bringing us all together. And I'm excited to see what you do in the future with Zestful and, you know, your podcast. And I'm just very excited for, for the food allergy community. Thank you. And I'm excited to see where you guys are going too. I mean, you do some awesome stuff. So I feel like we'll collab sometime soon. Oh, absolutely. Free From Podcast explores how food is medicine for different bodies and how we can all benefit from eating better. For more information, please visit foodequalityinitiative.org slash podcast. Produced by Aria Bins and sponsored by Food Equality Initiative. I'm Sophia Gillespie. Thank you for listening.